0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Hand That Rocks The Cradle. Uh, Today we have with us a very special mother. She is Stephanie. Stephanie is uh, not only a gorgeous millennial mom, she is also a mother to two adorable boys. And she talks a lot about um, yoga, fitness, lifestyle on her Instagram uh, profile uh, which goes by the name uh, tangible hot mommy Stephanie. So Stephanie, uh, I love the name of your profile and it stands for you. You are gorgeous and congratulations for your beautiful you. boys. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, so Stephanie, um, it's important for everybody to know that she is uh, also with a newborn right now, right? Your younger one is a newborn. Yeah, he is 47 days old. Yes, so you are like uh, actually in the middle of your uh, you know, fourth trimester. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, tell me, Stephanie, how was your uh, pregnancy experience both the times? I mean, was it different since both of your kids are boys?
1: Firstly, thank you for the introduction. And uh, secondly, I just want to say it's tangible oh, to mommy.
0: H A U T E.
1: Yeah, it's yes. o- Yeah, H A U T OT mommy. So that is uh, so. Uh, yes both this with this pregnancy um it has been really different um both my pregnancies like you know the first and the second has been completely falls apart in terms of my experience however with the, if it is the usual cravings if you talk about it, it's be more or less similar same or the zero and the difference but in terms of experience for as a first time mom I had a smooth pregnancy. I had no problems in the sense that I was on my toes. Even in the second pregnancy, I was very active. I've always been like on my toes, you know, doing the household chores, the fitness, everything like I had you, I mean, I was on my toes. I never practiced, even in my first pregnancy as well. But um, the second pregnancy had challenges uh, like to begin with with my first trimester i had something called as a uh, prenatal depression not particularly depression like i didn't go to that extent but it was um the onset of uh prenatal depression you can say i didn't even know that that existed so you know of course in my first pregnancy so you know things went. You know, fine during the entire pregnancy. But my first, the second uh, pregnancy, first trimester, had the you know, uh, I had this, I had these symptoms. But I was not feeling good. I had, I had like, I was not myself. I wasn't um, happy. Firstly, I wasn't ready for the preg- for the second pregnancy, and then I realized it is not necessary to be happy after I went through it. I of course was guilty. I felt guilty that okay, I'm pregnant and you know I'm not happy about it. Why is that? Okay. But then with time, as the time passed, when I realized when I understood my feelings, when I accepted my feelings, that's when I understood that it's not always for you know, um, you know, as a society has conditioned us, that oh, pregnancy means you need to be happy about it. You have to be happy. No, it's not. It can you can be yourself, but We aren't, uh, I mean, we we are not accepted that way and even if you talk about it, even if you want to talk about it, probably we'll we'll step back by not, you know, expressing. So that's one thing I would like to talk about because it was something that even I wasn't aware of. When I read my symptoms, I was like, why am I feeling this? You know, I would, uh, you know, I, I was totally indoors, I would not talk to anyone much, not to my friends. I didn't speak to anyone. I was not in touch with my friends. Uh, I had issues at home, but I knew uh, after, a, after a point, I knew where it was coming from. And then I realized I needed that support. If I mean, I didn't understand myself. Of course, the others wouldn't understand what was happening with me. And of course, nobody knows that. I mean, very few people would know I old are probably people who have experience. And now that I've experienced, so that was one thing that I went through. And uh, yeah, second trimester, trimester was fine. Everything was good. Uh, you know, it was easy breezy. Uh, you know, you feel good about yourself. Um, most cases, many people don't still. They have different experiences. Yes, And third trimester has been, again, a very difficult, uh, you know, trimester throughout. I fell sick, and uh, because of my sickness, and uh, I had a lot of uh, um, cough. You know, uh, I don't know maybe if it was uh, prior to that if I had uh, COVID or what, or was that respiratory that H three that uh, yes. whole thing was going on. That's when I I was like I had a complete respiratory tract was totally sore. I was. So, my baby had come like in almost in the fixed position where I couldn't, uh, you know, I was recommended bed rest. Oh.
0: Okay. Hello. Yes, Stephanie, yes. Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, Your screen is paused actually. Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, I can. It it just like throws for some time yeah yeah it it's okay no problem no problem okay. you can continue. yeah
1: yeah so so it has been very challenging my last trimester has been very challenging because i was on bed rest for quite some time and uh, and then i by the time i was uh, i was detected covid positive and uh, the day i was detected covid positive that very evening i went into labor when i was down with high fever and push the baby out but everything by God's grace everything went well Mm, uh, my uh, delivery I had a normal delivery so uh, everything I mean by God's grace I was taken care of you know I had really good doctors I had had my support my support system so everything went well and uh, yeah today
0: I'm here with two Yes, I'm um, very inspiring, uh, Stephanie. I mean, to deliver in the with COVID, and you know, to talk about prenatal depression. I mean, I'm actually hearing something like this for the first time. Um, I mean, those hormonal changes that happen in pregnancy. Uh, it's important to speak about them so that women feel that you know you're not alone, and it's happening to others also. So, like both your deliveries were normal. Both were normal.
1: Both my I had both normal deliveries and uh, the first one yeah but i would like to also mention this uh my first uh pregnancy post pregnancy i went through i didn't go through it at the same thing it was like an onset mm-hmm. but it was an onset of uh, like i was going through baby blues like many of us go to baby blues and all so it was kind of that was also obviously you can say it's a po- you know onset of post uh post uh postpartum, postpartum yeah. yeah yeah so I went through that a bit, and uh, I, of course, you know, a lot of there were a lot of factors which I couldn't understand what was going on. Uh, of course, I loved my baby so much that I, on on seeing him, I would just start crying. It was that time, but of course, I was very happy then, and that's how it was supposed to be. Like you know, we are like I said, we are all conditioned that you're you know, if you're pregnant or you get a baby, you have your baby, you're supposed to be happy. But no, I think the uh, society dismisses anything that we talk about feelings. You know, they dismiss a lot of other things, or probably it is not even uh, considered. You know, they don't really understand. But I think now there are so many people coming out and talking about it, or as for their experiences, because people now are aware of it. Okay, so many. And then too, uh, I mean, the, the generation, our parents' generation, and you know, they they find it very difficult to understand. Of course, they know what a woman goes through, but um, I, but it's a it's a very different, uh, uh, you know. Uh, they come from a very different thinking than what we right now, you know, when we uh, go through it and we're experiencing. Probably they are even addressing it, you know, if you are if you are being aware of it. Probably they weren't even aware of these, uh, you know, feelings so Correct. we don't really know but yes prenatal depression is the real thing
0: yeah yeah absolutely i mean i agree it it's surely a real thing and uh i'm happy that women come out and speak about it so that you know you can recognize you are going through it and do something about i
1: think it. Uh, depression is the real thing you know so that's where i think people should uh be you know aware. and be aware of things like that
0: True, very true. Uh, So, Stephanie, like uh, normal delivery, um, what was your experience with the normal delivery? I mean, tell me what happened. How did you know you're in labor? You can tell about your recent experience because it's just a month old now.
1: So, with my second, um, (laughs) okay, I, uh, since my first first pregnancy, my uh, first uh, delivery was, I didn't have any labor pains. My, my water bag broke. So I didn't really understand what exactly labor pains were. I really didn't experience labor pains. It was my water bag broke and uh, and uh, I delivered a month earlier. So my uh, older son came in one month earlier. So it was like, you know, I was not even ready. I was supposed to, so that
0: weekend, I was supposed to prepare my hospital bag and then this thing happened. Has it been, uh, you know, managing a newborn and a toddler currently? Don't ask. I mean, that's,
1: that's very tough, very, very tough. Honestly, uh, a newborn and the toddler, so I'm going through the space. It's, it's a very sensitive, very fragile, uh, you know, situations that I'm dealing with. Uh, with my daughter, because uh, he feels, of course, there are a lot of. He's going through a gamut of emotions, where uh, he feels that uh, I'm not. Initially, he 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 did con- he did come to me and he confessed that, Mommy, you're only with the baby and not with me. So this was the initial first two weeks, but then with during that phase, he he got a little aggressive, and it still continues so it's it's like um he knows that i'm not right now uh very prompt or very um am not too uh i can't uh you know respond immediately to whatever he does like i'm in one place most of the times so there's a lot of uh, uh you know it's it's stuff dealing with what he's doing with whether it is his tantrums meltdowns and his uh needs um so, uh, or, or what he wants to do or to get his way out. So, if I try to even convince him or try to take him, it's, it gets a little difficult. It's um, with the child and with the, uh, sorry, with my toddler and with my uh, younger one. Because hardly the bandwidth is so, I mean, the bandwidth of the newborn was so uh, it was very low that I had to rush to him for feeds, and especially when during the time when you know when I had to go through cluster feeding, you know. So yes. those times I had to actually rush to him, and of course I am stranded like I cannot give time to him. So it is. So I'm in a fix, and uh, it is tough. There's a lot of uh, he tries to. Uh, so I'm going to even. Uh, uh you know the he being aggressive is he tries to get a little bit jealous with the baby so he's trying to even you know keep him away from the baby because it's difficult when both of the, if he's with him it, he doesn't understand he's a child so he tries to, he thinks he's playing with him but in the bargain he tries to he he's actually hurting him which he of course he doesn't realize so a lot of factors to be looked at, looked after when you know you're dealing with a toddler, and the uh, one, and it's definitely not easy at all. I don't know what was I thinking. Sometimes I think, what was I thinking? But uh, I'm here. I have to deal with it, and uh, with a lot of patience. All I can say is, I don't know whether how, from where, I was. I was once a very patient girl, but I don't know from where do I get more patience, or where do I buy patience?
0: <laughs> so no, I absolutely agree. Like I have one kid, and I am, I feel the same way. So with two, I'm sure that it's being stretched in, uh, you know, uh, directions that you can't control. And uh, obviously, the your older one is also also a baby. Only, right? He's only four, so yeah. uh, it's it's natural for him to you know like do all these things. Uh, but it's hard for parents. Definitely, it's very hard for the mothers. Um so Stephanie, um uh it's he's just uh, like you are still in the four, like the fourth trimester. So uh how are you dealing with sleep deprivation and all of that? I mean how are you handling the night times with your toddler? I mean he also needs help uh, sleeping and all right at night. So uh, sleep with him, uh,
1: initially the first first week was a first year trying to Again, it's like you're getting into the same uh, whole game of uh, breastfeeding sessions, diaper changing is the same thing, you know. But this time, you are more aware, you know, In uh, the first week, of course, I didn't understand because of the timings, of course, because it's a newborn. But by second week, I tried to gauge the pattern of him his sleep time. It gets a little, uh, I mean, because you've already been in that phase, right? So. With your first, with my first born, first whole entire month, I didn't understand how what was happening. But in this pregnancy, in this uh, post-natal, uh, uh, you know, uh, phase, I was more. by second week, I was already aware of his, uh, you know, his sleep time, his uh, or his wake-up window, you know, for how long, approximately. Not, not like uh, I was not very sure, but I had an idea well and now I'm very much uh, much aware of his timings and it has remained the, almost the same so it is relatively easier to gauge the timing yes you are sleep deprived if you go through cluster feedings or maybe he is not well uh, in between my uh my younger one he wasn't well so of course I had it was I had I was sleep deprived like throughout the night and uh, early morning so sleep deprivation is that happens, but if you get three hours of sleep at a stretch, I think it's a big thing. I think it's like, oh, oh, we got to sleep. I think that's how how I think they've come to, if I get around three hours to four hours of sleep, like, oh, I've slept. So you feel better, you feel good at least. Mm -hmm. Uh, I find the times when you actually are like, getting waking up after every one and a half hour, two hours, but it gets a little better, I think. I mean, I'm talking about my experience. I, I don't know about uh, other mothers, but uh, I was told, like, by second, I mean, when you're, when you're with a second child, you probably will understand and you will know better because you were already in that game much earlier. So, So that way, it's okay. But yes, I, 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 I don't go by when the baby sleeps, sleeps. Sleep when the baby sleeps
0: doesn't work. Yes. and I have a toddler so that really doesn't work in my case true so when baby is sleeping you have to tend to the toddler it's that way yeah. yeah yeah
1: especially because yeah because he has um, he has his studies he has his homework I have to I have to be there I mean of course I have my mom to take care of so many other things with me but I have to be there like be present of and get it done he can t- he can fool around he can he can uh, you know try to put it off but then I have to be there that no this needs to be done this has to be done you cannot uh, you know just because I am not there so you know everything is taken for granted so yeah so yeah. that is why so it, it gets a little difficult but yes that's how you no, must yeah. that's how you put it out However, it gets very tough on the mother in you know, all these things, dealing with uh, emotions is very difficult. I'm not talking about the child's emotions, but the mother's emotions. Mother's emotions, uh, because I know that I, there, are, there were days or there are days that I know I'm gonna be totally broken down because of his behavior. Uh, and he's a child, so, you know, it, it worries me now also it worries me that how am I going to handle it and how am I going to do he's getting aggressive or he's getting uh you know he's not understanding he's not listening so a lot of things that your mother worries about because I started questioning about my parenting uh you know, um, me, my parenting skills, and I I question because, of course, we are all it's all it's a trial and error method, or learning method. We are only learning. Right. So, with my first one, I'm I've learned and learning. With the second one, what happens is you've already been in that. You're just you're you know what to do. or You're better off because you've understood what worked earlier and may what didn't work earlier, and probably what you've learned later. And then that's how you. You know, you just that's how the second one is taken care of. I cannot say if it is easier because that's that's too early for me to talk about. But uh, regulating your own, your own emotions is very tough during this phase, and I am still struggling. And uh, but definitely not losing hope because I'm every day, every day. In fact, yesterday, yesterday, I was questioning myself, but um. You know why is he? Uh, you know crying or why is he screaming or why is he asking for this? Uh, is is have I done something wrong? Have I not been able to? Of course, I'm not been able to give time, but now because you know maybe I'm too far. Have I have I lost him? So many things, yeah. but at the end of the day, I know I am the mother. I have whatever you do, do you do you, and I, you know. I will definitely go by that and I will obviously every mother will do the right thing but it's probably just a phase it will just pass by all I need to do is regulate my emotions because I think that if I take care of myself and my emotions the child will be taken care of and that's very important so that's what I'm on uh, every single day because every single day is very challenging.
0: Yes, absolutely, and actually, I would like to share that under seven-year-olds, kids find it very hard to deal with emotions. So it's not you; uh, we should not question ourselves. Eight is when some amount of regulation starts coming up. Below eight, it's it you don't you can't even expect because they are not capable of doing it. So tantrums, yes. meltdowns, all of this is very common for children under eight. So you are doing uh, great. And I am sure that you know when time uh, passes and both the kids grow up, you will see the beauty in their relationship also. Yes, so, yeah. Um, yeah, Stephanie uh, actually I think it's uh, going to be very informative for mothers you know who are currently in your situation that is having two children or pregnant with the second one or contemplating on the fence with the second one. Um, this experience of yours will be very uh, beneficial for these mothers. Um, I want to ask you, uh, so two things I want to ask you, say, uh, if you have to give tips to heal from normal delivery, what would those be? Like what what did you do to heal up from your normal delivery? You know, the tear and all of that that happens, the healing that needs to take place, what helped you? That is my one question and my second question is any tips that you have for um, balancing um, life with two Yes. so when my first so when my first
1: uh, uh, post pregnancy uh, like I had a tear so uh, I was given uh, some sort of like xylem husk you know sort of thing to you know it's easier for me to Past school so that so if in case of a tear, and of course they will always give you an, an ointment, the gynecologist. But apart from that, the uh, my tip to the mothers, uh, if you uh, you know uh, physically just rest, because I had so many people asking me about how to lose weight. Yes, when you just when you're just in the postpartum phase and not even like. A week or two, you've you know, you since you've delivered. It's uh it's it's I, I mean, women want to go get into that thing of losing weight, which is I feel very sad because I think you know, somewhere we women are conditioned that you know, oh we need to get back or bounce back. Which I think there's nothing called a bouncing back. It's just that you took nine months to to grow a human in you know in in you inside you so i think it's fair to give your body that much time to uh heal um yourself to heal not only physically but mentally too because it's a lot of pressure that we tend to take on ourselves that oh it, it we need to get back get you get back get back to a healthy lifestyle is what i suggest rather than uh losing weight because that will follow later but i think taking care of your health and mentally and eat the food that it has to be eaten is it mainly depends on your food because food plays a very important role not only to your health but it also uh, adds a lot of emotion i mean adds a lot of uh, you know value to the kind of uh, to what to how you feel
0: Yes. because i think
1: food for me according to me food is an emotion so if you uh, if you're eating right if you're eating things which are good for your body i think your mind it plays it plays on your mind too like i mean it will it, it work your uh, mental health it calms down your mind you know you don't have those uh whatever you are you feel uh irritated, irritated frustrated and all a lot of things you Know it, it comes down to your food, your health, your gut health is what I mean. Your gut health. So, if you keep your gut health, you know, or uh, you know, if you take care of your gut health, you eat well, rest well. I'm not saying, I'm definitely not mentioning about uh, you know, sleep as much as you can, but take that opportunity and most importantly, take that time for yourself. I feel. Taking time for yourself is very important. I've always believed in that. Even if it's just for five minutes. Five minutes is more than enough. Rather than saying that I don't have time or not getting that time. Because it's very difficult to squeeze in that much time. Because, And especially if you're a mother of two. It's very difficult. Yes. Somehow find that time. No matter what. Even if it's taking a shower. Be it any part of the day, even if you have late shahs, because of course, this is because of timings, but take that five minutes. So, I just for me, it is more than physical, which I know this you know, uh, medicines, medications, and ointments will be given, but apart from that, nobody is going to uh, because nobody will actually ask how the babe uh, mother is, everybody asks about the child. So, be a mother you have to take care of yourself first because first if you are if you take yourself seriously i think the rest everyone will take you seriously so that is something that i believe in and we have to work towards it and that's how that's how i work towards it every day and it's like a constant progress it's not like you you know in one day everything it's 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 a daily thing it's a daily um dose for a mother
0: yes absolutely i mean motherhood is not linear right motherhood is ups and downs which is why we want moms to get some sort of uh, you know education learn from other mothers that's how we get to become better in this journey so yes um, also also so that's what i like
1: in my first trimester i was given a lot of is prepared by my mother-in-law which is traditionally it is good i ate a lot of them i gained a lot of weight to be honest i gained a lot of weight uh in my first pregnancy i was a ball in my second pregnancy i uh, the weight was more than uh the weight uh, i had gained but I was fat. In this case, there was a difference. I had not gained so much weight. It was my baby weight. But because I I learned from my, what I, I learned what I did or what I didn't do or what I did. So I learned a lot from my previous experience. And I just kept going. I didn't restrict myself from eating here and there during my uh, uh, pregnancy. But I did not eat much from out. I just gave one day, like I always did just one cheat meal or you can't say cheat meal, you can say reward meal. I don't take it as cheat meal. Honestly, cheat meal is like of course you're putting a cheat is a, a negative word. So that's yeah. how I see it. So it's just like, you know, it's just rewarding yourself, maybe like a burger or something that is only if you're okay, if your body is fine, if everything is fine, then you can go ahead. Don't restrict yourself, but you can curb on it. Like you can, you know, just stay up to the limit. And uh, post delivery, I was very strict with my food. I was very strict with my food. I This time, I did not have much of those uh, sweets or anything, but I did have, I, I, I fill up myself with, I load myself with a lot of protein. A lot of protein is required for recovery. So I would suggest recovery for recovery phase when you're eating a lot of protein is required for the energy and for all your uh all the lost you know uh, blood (laughs) from your system from your body while you are so you have to regain that so for all that a lot of protein a high protein diet is very much important and avoid sugary foods I've seen so many people taking. It's just a suggestion, but I've seen so many people taking the uh, for their hospital bag if they are packing up something sweet like you know cakes or biscuits or something like that. Um, just avoid it because I think the body needs something which is more nutrient dense and something. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, yeah, because you are going to feed the baby and uh, and you're feeding yourself. So I think you need to first. Uh, Uh, you know feed yourself that much of nutrition and uh, you know so you know avoiding sugary foods would uh, you know I mean in terms of uh, delivering your baby you're losing a lot of blood so these are not uh, energy giving foods and uh, to just avoid sugars in general yes that's that's the suggestion that I would like to give because I've seen some people do that
0: Yes, absolutely. Yes, true Stephanie, very true. I mean, actually, uh, mothers uh, do pack this. I mean, I was one of them. I did not take cake, but then I had taken those energy bars to the hospital. And they didn't allow me to eat that anyways. The hospital only gave me like that postpartum uh, meal. But uh, it's important to know what you can pack and what nutrient-dense snacks you can take with you and that will help the mothers recover much more better. Yeah. uh, Yes. So, uh, Stephanie, um, thank you so much for taking this time and talking to our moms. Uh, We will will be so grateful. I mean, I understand it's very hard with a one-month-old, but you still were such an amazing mother. I mean, oh, I'm sorry yeah. if
1: I, there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, disturbance in between. Oh, it's, but okay. The, it's okay. thank you for having me so much. It was I had a nice time to. I mean, it was good. Like I had a good time to share something. It was something that I would really like to, you know, talk about. There are so many things I would like to talk about, but you know.
0: So I got to share my views, I got to share my experiences, so thank you for that. Very helpful, it's very helpful and we we can do more of this also whenever you have time. Um, The more mothers come forward and share, the better we make this whole journey for all the women. So uh, congratulations again on your newborn. He is adorable, like adorable (laughs) and uh, all the best, Stephanie thank you so much Mayura it was
1: nice to have, to be talking to you welcome same same okay take care you too take care bye thanks so much and, and thanks I- for being so considerate I mean I what I like about this is uh also like I just want to tell you that uh encouraging moms to share their views that's so important and uh I I am glad that you all you know uh, a lot of brands do the, these things, this work because it, it it's a big deal to you know consider moms, understand their timings, and uh, you know, uh, you know working on a brand, uh, working with your, I mean working on your brand, you with mothers con- being very considerate about their timings and their uh, you know scenarios and situations so it's one thing that is i what i like about house of serena and uh it have been very supportive and very encouraging and uh, moreover with that uh, with the the fitness um, the fitness campaign that is going on the yes. active mom which yes. is a very good i, I really like that uh, you know it's, it's very motivating for mothers and I really see. like that. So that's a very good thing, and I'm so I'm glad that I'm you know I'm part in touch of with
0: you. Yes, definitely. like part we of, love moms. Part, to part, be. part of Selena. Yes, absolutely. And we love moms to be a part of this, you know, because why to I mean we love having children uh, everywhere around, like you know, even in interviews and all if there are kids around, we don't ask you to like oh don't get kids. The kids are welcome because they are a part of what makes us moms. And yes. uh, we celebrate mothers and we celebrate children. Yes. And and that's why we love
1: this family. Okay Stephanie, thank you so much. Thank well nice you so much. Thank
0: you so much. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye.